do this. <coughs> this is usually about the time Tom says something <coughs> stupid or controversial. I've never said anything controversial, Chris. What are you saying? <laughs> well, could you please say, say something controversial? I need an intro. yourself. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Digital Diaries, a podcast all about them, their video games. My name's Chris, and joining me on this episode, we have Tom. Hi, oh. We have Matt. Hello. And we have making his debut, Ryan. Hello. How are we doing, gentlemen? We all good? Yeah, all good. Yeah, good. Probably better than Tom, but yeah. Hungover. <laughs> so we don't need to. We we don't need to focus on that. I'm drinking energy drinks, but I'm good. A grown man drinking any drinks on a Sunday. Sugar free. Sugar free. Oh, yeah. oh that's okay then. Yeah, no, that, that makes a difference. It really does. It really does. You know, at least I'm not I'm not drinking unwanted levels of sugar and stuff. <laughs> no, but then you're just drinking the other things that make it taste that same way, but without the sugar. Hey, it's delicious and it's helping. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, for anyone who's never listened before, we at Digital Diaries, we are a podcast all about them, their video games, where basically we record once in a blue moon, and we just get together and ch- uh, chat the shit, basically. Uh, it's been a while since we recorded, because basically we've been waiting for all the next-gen announcements, and weirdly everyone's been dragging their feet on that, but they've all been made now, uh, so I'm, I'm guessing that's probably what we're going to talk about mostly. Uh, we'll probably go into what we've been played, but I think Tom has a few things he would like to open with. What you got for us, Tom? Right, so I'm going to go straight for Sony's jugular here. I'm not going to piss the bite. That was a fucking shambles. That was an absolute shambles, that whole entire announcement. In, in the interest of fairness, it probably hasn't been the greatest of launches. Well, it can say no. launched yet for either company, but uh, the, the, well, most re- well, the most recent PlayStation uh, briefing, yeah, it wasn't the greatest, was it? No, I mean, the problem being is, like you said, you said in the intro, but these two have been dragging their heels for what seems like months now. I'm pretty sure it is months. I think the last uh, last gen announcements were already done and dusted by this stage when it was uh, PS4 and Xbox One and all that. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing, right? Xbox are terrible at marketing. They really are. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to defend them in any way they're they're terrible at getting their messages out even when they're great messages they seem to rely on social media to just push it out there because i've seen a lot of people actually say that you know it's like sorry pardon me oh good god please please edit this (laughs) not a chance (laughs) um so there's a couple of guys i follow on uh twitter and you know, they're, they're Xbox players, they're Xbox fans, and even they feel like they're doing, like, you know, the word-of-mouth promotion for Microsoft, because Microsoft aren't pushing the good news that they had. But at the very least, this time around, I can honestly say that Microsoft's been very op- upfront, open, uh, very transparent about what they're doing. They were very clear about their plan. We know exactly what we're getting. And for that reason, 
they've taken a lot of flack from the other side. You know, the fanboy arguments and discussions have raged for like weeks after, for the week after they went, yeah, this is what we're doing. It's like, oh, your console shit and that's powerful. And oh, why would you support Xbox One and Xbox One X? Why would you do that? And now uh, Sony literally shout the bed with their whole statement saying, uh, we believe in generations by then going, yeah, see those exclusives that we wanted to release that we said could only be done with the power of PS5. Yeah, they're coming to PS4. And I don't trust the fucking word coming out of Sony's mouth at this point because their messaging has been so confusing, so conflicting. Uh, they've been backpedaling, U-turning. It's like watching the Tory government in a fucking conversation with each other. They, they don't know where they're going. In all honesty, it's a shit show. But that has done nothing to stop people running out, pre-ordering a console that wasn't supposed to be ready for pre-order, but was but it wasn't you know um and then of course in the middle of all that we had to deal with jeff Keighley's face again and that's never a good thing <sighs> that's a bit better than phil spencer's but oh i hate oh. i hate jeff Keighley. i can't stand no. even to be honest but i this, think I'd, this, I'd sit and listen to jeff more than i could phil spencer this is this is this, this is a podcast of non-jeff Keighley. we do not like the Oh, you know, I'm saying, I'm thinking, oh, okay, let's be. I think, in all fairness to Jeff Keighley, I think he does, I think he, he tries to do things for the right reasons. I think he just goes about it in the worst way possible. I think the way that he pushes to try and do awards for gaming, I think he's trying, he is trying to make it more mainstream for people. Mm-hmm. He's just terrible at it. Mm-hmm. Um, because he does something good and then his ego gets in the way. And then it's like, it's all about him rather than, why not just put on a game awards show? Get your exclusive video, you know, trailers, game announcements, whatever. But don't be like, look at all the, look at all my friends in games. Yeah. Look at everything I can achieve. That's part of his. That's his problem. That's why no one likes him. But I do believe his heart is in the right place to make gaming either more mainstream or more accessible for a wider audience. Yeah, I get that, but I do, I do generally think he, yeah, he wants to get gaming out there and stuff. But he, at the same time, he wants to be Mister Gaming, and I don't think both are a good idea. Um, I, you know, he he get he just gets involved in everything. Like this summer of gaming thing that he's done, obviously because there are lots of other places having their um their own individual things. We know E3 and everything in the circumstances, but it was really hard to tell what was in- actually included in his summer of gaming thing because he just kind of latches himself onto everything. Mm. And, and, and I mean the like whole that. the whole video that he did just for the. Is it the PS5 controller? Which is probably one of the worst things I've watched in a long time. Is that how can you string out an hour video just to tell me how a controller works? There's nothing hardly new and fancy about it, but there supposedly is. But using the demo that he used, it wasn't bringing out what that controller want, what they said it can do. And I just found it just one of the most pointless things that he's he's probably done this summer. Yeah, and I mean that that whole video kind of feeds into what I'm saying as well because. Um, you know what you're getting with the Xbox controller. It's the same damn controller in it, like except with a share button attached to it. So, you know, but we're, people have put pre-orders down on a console. They don't know what the pads like. No one's really got... I mean, Jeff Keighley, yeah, he's got hands-on with it, but he never really told us anything about it, what, what benefits it had. I mean, we've had developers say, yeah, we can do this, we can do that. Your gun will jam. Fuck off. No one liked guns jamming in Far Cry 2 for start. So why make it an actual feature? You're bad. It's mental. Mental. And 
nobody's got hands on with any of this stuff. At least, you know, when you've got that clear kind of, yeah, that's just a box and a pad. Yeah, we get what that is. But with the PS5, it's it's still very up in the air. It really is. And I don't mean up in the air like it's a fucking tire of Siron, which it is. Um, we don't really know what's going on with it. You know, uh, they released pictures yesterday. Obviously, the FCC were measuring it. It's 35, somewhere between 35 and 40 yeah. centimeters long. And people were arguing over where the S, uh, the extra SSD slot would be. They couldn't find it. And people, God, it's 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 kind of a shambles. And it's sold out. Do you know what I mean? And I, it's kind of mental that this thing is still kind of a non-entity. We don't know exactly how the pad works. We don't know exactly everything about the console. And it's sold out. And that just goes to show the sort of the sort of effort that Sony really had to put in. And one thing that I've noticed <clears throat> is that when the PS4 launched, I couldn't open YouTube without getting bombarded with a For the Players ad. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. This time around, there's barely anything. Apparently, nothing. Sony. Apparently they've saved all their marketing for the week it comes out because that's how the, the release date was kind of leaked in a way because all their marketing right. basically starts from the 13th of November because I believe it launches in the 12th in certain territories, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and then here on the nineteenth. Yeah, but yeah, they they've got a big budget marketing spend for the week the week of the thirteenth, and so that literally that's when your YouTube videos are going to be bombarded. And I imagine they're going to be putting this in the hands of influencers because obviously that marketing that marketing is quite big now, and it's very easy to control the message as well. But just go on, Matt. Sorry, I I was about to say for your influencer thing, I wouldn't be surprised if we get to. End of this month, mid October, that they've already got them in their hands and already playing them, but not saying much. I bet they'll be they'll be brushing them out as quickly as possible. You said this whole marketing point and get them in the hands of influencers as early as possible, so they can start plugging it as much as they can. Yeah, definitely. It's like yeah, the, because... the, the Xbox stuff that all leaked that was from earlier on in the year, wasn't it? Because mm. they they they've been sending out like a, well, not actual consoles, but the you know these dummy consoles that you keep seeing at the moment to com for the yeah. size comparisons. That they, they actually sent those out to to, to several like um, high profile media people uh, months and months ago. It's just that they embargoed the hell out of them to make sure that they didn't uh, they didn't le leak anything. It's there's a, apparently there's a, there's a lot of Xbox stock in in already into retail as well, but they've uh, not the consoles itself, but things like the accessories and stuff are all ready to go. Um, but obviously they've told anyone who breaks street date or really reveals anything that they shouldn't that their pre-orders will be cut back. So uh, they've like been highly tight on that as well because obviously pre-orders for the Xbox don't go live until the 22nd, which is a couple of days from when we're recording. Um, so you know they're making sure that people don't break street date on that. Although I've seen people with Xbox and PlayStation pre-orders before the PlayStation one went live. There, there are some stores that have somehow been taking pre-orders in advance. Which I'm not sure how that even how they get away with that. Um, probably that oh. <clears throat> with something like that, it's probably people that they know that come into their shop regularly yeah. or whatever, and have said, "Give us fifty quid, and I'll make sure you get one." Yeah, it's maybe. yeah, rather You'd rather than three official channels, it's more like friend of a friend. It's who you know. Give me fifty quid, and I'll sort it for you, mate. Yeah, I'm seeing some of the pre-orders. Is it Amazon sent an email out to yeah. a lot of people that did a pre-order saying you 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 may not get it on release? Yeah, yeah, they, yes. they've, they've done that before, and I guarantee mm. that Game will cancel pre-orders if you've ordered yeah. online because they always do. They that 
they and they always blame it on the payment system. They've done it for years. Like every single like big limited edition release of anything, uh, where there's where where there's a, where it's a sellout, game has been known to cancel orders. That's why I'll never use them online um, to, to pre-order a console. If I'm going to pre-order a console, if and I want to do it from game, I'll do I'll do it in store. Um, talking about the messaging though, one interesting experience I had this week, uh, actually two. Uh, on uh, one for each console, really. So I went to uh, I went to my local supermarket the other night after work, uh, and when I was in there, uh, I was just paying at the self checkout and stuff. But there were a load of um, workers from the supermarket, all about all middle aged ladies and whatever. And then one of them just ran, ran, I just heard the one go, "Oh yeah, the new Xbox is out soon, isn't it?" And I was like, "Okay, this is a weird conversation." So I started scanning a little bit slower, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, my son wants one. We're gonna get him the S." And and the other one's like, oh, what's that one? And she and this woman, she was literally, just literally explained exactly what it is. She was like, oh yeah, it doesn't have a disc drive. Um, you know, it's a little, you know, it's about half the price. It just doesn't play in 4K. But he hasn't got a 4K TV, so that's the one he wants. And like they're all talking about, oh yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, it's it's the white one, isn't it? And then they've got the black one that does all the 4K and stuff like that. And I'm thinking. Everyone's going on about how confusing this, this console model is and stuff like that. But there's these four middle-aged women just stood in the middle of Morrison's at quarter to eleven at night, just can, can, like getting it. They're just like they know when the pre-orders are going live, probably because Morrison's are probably going to have a few stock or whatever, maybe. Um, but they knew exactly the difference between the S and the X, uh, and everything. And like they, they, it was great. And then the next day after the um, after I think this was the day after the, the <coughs> PlayStation thing because I went into work the next day and I've got a couple of young guys in in, in my team at work. And I was just like, oh, so did any of you get to uh, pre-order a PS5? And they were like, what, the PS5's not out yet? I was like, no, no, but you can pre-order them now, can't you? They were like, what, can you? When? Since when? I was like, well, they announced it last night, like, and then people, you could pre-order them straight away. And they were like, oh, I didn't know that. And I'm like, well, how? That's these guys were cle- are clearly their target market, and they didn't understand that the PlayStation 5 had, had, was open for pre-order. Not many just, people did, though. Yeah. I mean, what, the only what, reason that someone leaked it, they went, I, can't, I, can't, I think I saw it on Twitter, it went, Game and Smith's Toys, now you can pre-order. So everyone just went ballistic at game. But that's when game's kind of system went down and you couldn't log into your yeah. account, you couldn't check out a guest. I think that, I think I, I think I messaged Tom and I was saying that I'm not doing it because I'm not forking out 450 quid now mm-hmm. if they want to take it straight. But there were a couple of people that said that they... They paid on the night. They paid all four hundred and fifty quid or whatever it was with the games. They paid up front. It's the so best it was way a confusing to game, though. It's, it's one yeah, it you'll, is. You'll get it. But it was a yeah. confusing message. Whether are they are they taking payment automatically because you're checking out as a guest, or are you or can you still just pre-order and not pay? And it came out in the end that you could just pre-order. And you didn't have to pay. It wasn't an issue. But some people were saying paying up front to probably try and guarantee it as much as possible. Yeah, didn't PlayStation yeah. or was it Jeff Keighley? One of the two actually came out and said that pre-orders were the following day. So yes, of, Jeff, Keighley. Jeff Keighley yeah. did one. Uh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, a lot. So a lot of people just like because well, it was late over here, probably just went yeah. to bed thinking that's great. I'll get up tomorrow, pre-order a PlayStation, and they're suddenly they're sold out everywhere. Yeah, Jeff Keighley Problem definitely it. came out and he said it was like eight a.m. next day for um, probably in the states. So I think that's what a lot of people went. Oh, stuff it. I'll just leave it till tomorrow, and then it's in the states because it was still. The middle of the day when they announced it and people you could pre-order the amount of people like driving out to stores you're eating like went to best buys or game stops or whatever and just dropping fifty hundred dollars just to get a pre-order and they said it was just absolutely mental yeah i just i don't think it was i mean the the problem one of the problems was it's like you say it yourself like who said it jeff keighley not sony who said that uh uh obviously horizon 
2 and Spider-Man are going to be on PS4. Not Sony, not uh, on, in the stream, after the stream. I, fi- I can't help... I, can't, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to turn around and say that Sony have been lying, but it all seems a little bit manipulative that they've taken facts that they've clearly known for quite some time, brushed it under the carpet for the time being, and then stealth dropped it after a presentation, you know, in a blog. I think it was in the official PlayStation blog that they said it. Yeah, there's a lot of mistakes as well. Because <clears throat> there, was, there, was, there was the slide in the presentation where it said that Demon Souls was coming to PC, and it isn't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it would come to other consoles later. And that was true of a couple of things as well, like, because um, there's there are a lot of timed exclusives, like Godfall is a timed exclusive. Mm-hmm. Br- uh, Bridge of Kenna, or is it, is that what it's called? Bridge of yeah, Kenna. Bridge of Kenna. Uh, there's also the yeah. uh, the Bethesda game as well, isn't it? Def- is it Deathloop? Deathloop. Yeah. Um, well, actually, they've said they have, they've been a bit cagey on that one as well. They, they they're saying that's console exclusive now. Yeah, they kept and that's branding not... that as an exclusive, but I, I can't see that staying on PlayStation. They're, they're really tw- they're really twisting like. And it's it's Microsoft's fault. They created this when they did uh, the timed exclusive with uh, the second Tomb Raider game. When they said console exclusive, and they weren't very clear about how long it would be an exclusive. And basically, I, <laughs> I remember the week after that, people were still raging about it. Like, and people were screaming, saying, "No, I'm never buying that game for PlayStation because because you lied to us and stuff like that." And <clears throat> It just seems to be a, have become par for the course. When you announce something, you say console exclusive, and then afterwards you tell people, "Yeah, it's it's timed. Uh, how long? We don't know. They do know because uh, all these things are signed up in contract. They know how long it's going to be exclusive for. They know how long they have the rights to it. It's things like that. Same with G- GTA when Xbox got the DLC packs they had them exclusive i think it how long is it like a year 18 months them exclusive for but they never said we want it's a timed exclusive at first they were saying this is exclusive to xbox but i think i'm absolutely right in saying that xbox created this particular sort of situation but now sony have taken the best out of it Quite frankly, with with this, uh, this it's this happened with quite a lot of things, though, hasn't it? You know, like the old Call of Duty um, DLC mm. packs and stuff mm. like that. They would always be, yeah, an exclusive on one of the consoles or the other. In terms of the pre-orders and the, and the mixed messaging from PlayStation, I, I actually feel, and it shouldn't, it definitely shouldn't be the case by any stretch because they should be prepared for this. I think Sony actually backed themselves into a corner because obviously both Sony and Microsoft are playing this game of cat and mouse and waiting for one or the other, the, the other party to release their pricing and their strategy first. And I feel like Sony almost didn't want to... They're not saying certain things because they're still waiting for the Xbox equivalent to come out. And I feel like they they weren't actually ready for when Microsoft came out with the Xbox presentation. And that's why it was really confusing because I don't think Sony's PlayStation event actually really got announced that far in advance mm-hmm. uh, following Microsoft. And I, I feel like actually that there's two things there and it's the... Microsoft went too early and I think caught Sony off guard and Sony had to back, you know, really catch up quickly to, to strike while the arm was hot. And I think the supply chain issues, which have been talked about already since the pre-orders have obviously been um, a bit of a shambles in terms of what's in stock, what's not in stock. I think both of those facts are making Sony 
really cautious about what to do because I feel like if they go way too ahead, I think that a lot of pre-orders will be cancelled based on the current concerns with supply chains that actually the people making the chips in the PlayStations aren't actually at capacity or something like that. Yeah, um, I'm, And I think they're trying to almost temper expectations a little bit because almost they want people to lock in, obviously, a pre-order of some description. That's why they're saying a lot of things. But because I, they probably do know the answers, but if they do say one way or another, if someone can't get a console for a couple of months, that may potentially, in certain cases, impact someone's buying decision. Yeah, absolutely. And at the same time, Microsoft weren't ready to go either. I mean, that's that's one of the things that I forgot about when I was uh, when I started off, is that Microsoft's uh, Xbox S, uh, Xbox Series S uh, reveal was a leak. And yeah. if you remember correctly, they had that little meme of the the puppet from the Spanish show, and that was uh, it. Yeah, I think they did a brilliant job that day of like playing it up for laughs and just kind of like going, right, yeah, you got us, right, this is it. And then all the information was there. But I think that's the difference in it. It's like when they were caught out and the thing leaked and, you know, they, they were basically forced to show their hand. Um, they had their hand ready, you know, and they were able to go, right, this is it. This is the price. This is the release date. This is the pre-order date. We'll let you know more, yada, yada, yada. And I think you're absolutely right. Sony were not ready, mm-hmm. which is absolutely insane when you think about it. They really should have been ready. Like to just go and be able to do the same thing, you know, they could, they should have been in a position that the very following day or the same day they could have stole Microsoft's entire thunder by going, "This is what we've got. This is it, and we're going to give you a showcase." That's where they should have been, but it has been a mental year, and it just looks like this. Oh God, pardon me. This game of uh, chicken, it had to end. It had mm-hmm. to end one way or another, and. It's not been great, to be honest. If anything, I, I'm more endeared to the way Microsoft handled it. And yeah, I'm a little biased because I'm getting a Series X anyway. And I'll consider maybe getting a PS5 at some point. But if I want to play Spider-Man, I can play Spider-Man on my PS4 now. I don't need to upgrade. And I think that's the thing. What you're saying is those sorts of, that, that bit of information could sway someone else's choice. And I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen people that follow go, you know what? I'm going to give the PS5 a miss for a bit. I'll play Spider-Man on my PS4 Pro and I'll get myself an Xbox One. I'll get myself a Series S because then I've got the best of the Game Pass and all that as well. So I think the information that they have revealed has swayed certain people. But the bizarre thing that we need to remember, uh, we're, we're all clued in. We watch the stuff, we read the stuff, we talk about the stuff. And, you know, we've got terrible hot takes and opinions about it. But it's the general public that these companies need to convince. That's where the real money is going to come from. Those Christmas presents that are going to be under the tree, you know, shit like that. That's that's what the war is for now, if, if that's what you want to call it, a war, console war. Ooh. Yeah. But um, I find yeah, it. I f- oh, sorry, Tom. No, I'm just I'm exasperated. <laughs> I, I, I find Sony's whole approach this time around very weird. You know, they they have basically they've countered Microsoft at every point, uh, which which they can do as 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 the market leader, and they've definitely got the the, the dominant fan base. 
uh, and what have you, and, and you know, and, and kind of rightly so in a way. But like Microsoft came out and they were like, right, we're going to let you bring everything with you: forwards compatibility, backwards comp- compatibility. Your controllers will work. Your games will work. Sony like, nope. We believe in generations. When you buy a PS5, leave your old shit behind, which doesn't happen. Nobody does that, uh, and whatever. But obviously, you, they, you know that they bank on the fact that your old PlayStation is suddenly worthless. So it's not like you're trading it or selling it. Uh, but then suddenly, they've completely backtracked on that. But without actually admitting that they backtracked on it by, you know, as Tom said, slipping into the bottom of, of a PlayStation blog. And I, f- I find I, I, it just I don't like that. It's it's very strange, you know. And like, and then it's the whole oh yeah, your PlayStation Four controllers will work on your PS Five, but not with all with, with your PS with any PS Five games. And yet, at least three of their big hitters are coming out on the PS Four as well. So where's the difference? You know what what diff- Why can't your PS Four controllers suddenly work on that either? That they. they I don't. I really don't get it. And like, it's weird because when they announced that they were staggering the launch, I'm just checking because so it's it's the U U S and like South Korea and Australia and that lot first, isn't it? And the U K is the nineteenth, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Other territories in the nineteenth. Is it Europe? Is basically nineteenth. I think it's you. This in yeah. Else. Yeah, because when I when when I heard about that, and I spoke to Matt, so I've still got some friends in, in in distribution because the company that distributes PlayStations, every PlayStation in the world, in well that goes into Europe comes through Birmingham, and I've got a friend who who, who still works at the distribution center, and I said to him, I was like, oh, is it is it a supply thing? Like, because obviously with everything that's happening in the world, there's been a lot of talk of you know supplies and stuff like that. So obviously they want to get as many flown into the US and that, like where you know where they're going to sell uh, and stuff like that, and then obviously that gives them an extra week or so uh, to get get them into Europe and stuff. And he went, nah. He said it's because pl- the the EU in the UK is PlayStation territory. They don't they know they will sell here, so they they don't have to launch day and date because people will still buy them in in in, in the UK and Europe regardless of what happens. And I was just like. It's that old Sony arrogance again, isn't it? You know, it's mm-hmm. the it's that you'll get a second job to fucking buy because I, I guarantee I am not the only one who expected them to come out with a five hundred, six hundred pound console the other day. I'm I'm oh, still I, amazed. I, I, I am still amazed they price match the Xbox. I I think they had no choice. I do not think they were gonna. I mean, my lips, the gods' fucking ears. I swear that I swear down. I do not think they planned the price it at that. Yeah, no, I because think... I, I've heard lots of people in, 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 in decent situations say that they were going for much higher and Microsoft caught them on the back foot. I they think they had no they choice. What happened with, with the whole PlayStation 3 fiasco when coming out with, was it 500? 599, wasn't it? Yeah. Get a second job. <laughs> and then Xbox came out with the blank, 360. 360, yeah. And then that was, was the 360 about 80 quid, I think. It was three. It was around, I think, when I got mine, and I bought mine well after launch, it was around 250. So if you think, probably around the 300 mark, but. Yeah, they they, they were they were they were quite cheap if you bought them on their own because obviously they had the the smaller models. 280 uh, quid they wanted 360 yeah. and then they did the core model at 210 quid. Yeah, but they were impossible to find outside of bundles. Yeah. Because mm. like game and game station put them into massive bundles. Because I remember when I bought mine, I paid like four hundred quid, but I got like loads, <laughs> loads, of, loads of stuff with it. So well, that, no, was, I, that, that arrogance still hasn't disappeared from when they think they are 
the dog's bollocks and think they can just yeah. do what they want sometimes, especially this pricing where you definitely they've been caught out with Microsoft. Microsoft have launched it at their top end console, four hundred and fifty quid, and Sony have probably sat there and gone, Oh, do you know what? Then we're, we're going to match it because if we come in even fifty quid above it, or even let's say thirty quid, you can have a lot of people who go, No, I'm going for the cheaper console because you've got you look at your market because you're going to have a chunk of that market where it's going to be probably parents buying it for kids or parents buying it for whoever mm-hmm. and they're going to look at the option they're going well i'm not i've not asked what my kid plays on they'll get whatever was probably the cheaper console because it's easier for me to buy it in the day and i think that's where the ps3 because at the end of the day if you, if you were a parent you had to think right i've got to buy my kid i'm going to buy my kid a console they want a console i can either go out and say if xbox around 300 quid let's say for an xbox or I'm paying double that for a PS3. And every day you go, I'm getting a cheaper option. I'm not going to pay double for this. what is going to be, and in their mind, the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, because parents aren't looking at uh, the exclusives or anything like that. No, and no. That, that obviously is the big argument. It's like Sony's got the games, Sony's got the games. Not for me, they bloody don't. I was going to say, there's, misery simulators. There's very, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's very little on either console within the first year. It's by the sound of nothing now. Because now, um, Halo's been pushed back. Because <laughs> now Halo's been pushed back. Mm-hmm. There's hardly anything there. You've, you're thinking, you Horizon and Spider-Man now aren't really. They're not a PS5 exclusive. Yeah, they're still PlayStation, but you want something that's a PS5. And I think there's only really is it on launch. You've got your kind of you've got little games, but I think the biggest one on launch is going to be Demon Souls. Yeah, Demon Souls be, is that is that big. That's, that's not a game that's for everybody. Yeah, no, that, that is not much. a game for everybody. Yeah, I, I I can't wait till like thousands of people buy Demon Souls uh, day one for their PlayStation, <laughs> and then find out that it's fucking brutally difficult. And, 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 and like, I don't want this anymore. There's gonna be some tears on Christmas Day. I'll tell you that. Uh, twelve year twelve year old Timmy, I can't play this game. <laughs> Going through all the other launch titles of the past consoles, there was something there for everybody that you could get on launch, and this yeah. it just seems absolutely horrendous. Because as you said, you said before, if you think, well, there's no point in going into a PS5 if I can play Spider-Man and well, not Horizon not a launch, but when it comes, it's like, well, I can just sit on my PS4 and play them. So what's the point in getting them on PS5? I think uh, the consoles are relying on the usual sort of slate of games that come out in the at the end of the year they're they're looking at your call of duties or your yeah. faith your pairs and they're expecting those to be the ones that people pick up on christmas day because let's be honest there's a huge market out there of people that just want their fifa and they just want their cod and there's a good chance that the people that just want fifa and cod will go for a cheaper box as well yeah. Yeah. so it's a bit risky to kind of like oh sorry it's a bit risky to rely on you know third-party titles to launch your consoles well, yeah, because they're going to be there for launch. Because was it FIFA's out first week in October, so the PS5 and the Series X version will be ready for launch. COD, I think COD's actually launching on. Is it the same day as the Series X launch? So, yes, yeah, same day as the Series X. Yeah, yeah. So yeah it, it, it's done it before, yeah. which is good considering it's got a PlayStation uh, promotion deal. Yeah, it launches it the, it launches day and date with the the new Xbox. <laughs> and then Cyberpunk did the same bloody thing. They have a deal with Xbox, but they're <laughs> launching on the day of the PS Five. Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell, folks! Just, just swap those dates, right? Uh, <laughs> um, really quickly then, because obviously I'm I'm quite conscious that Ryan has no interest in this race. 
uh, being a PC gamer. But I do. Oh, well, I, I mean, oh. I, I I probably would end up getting a PS5 eventually. I've got a PS4 at the moment. Um, there are games that I would want to play on it. Just very very quick in terms of the the reason PS. I don't think Sony are actually that bothered about the price as much as we probably think. Only because when the PS4 was coming out, the idea is that they weren't making any margin on the console. But the margin they make on PS Plus subscriptions mm-hmm. and continued digital sales are actually where they get their money. So they might have some exclusives coming to PS5. Regardless of whether it's on PS4 or not, they're still going to be making a good chunk of money because obviously their first party slate of games that are in their studio uh, umbrella is they will be making all the margin off of those games. Oh, yeah. That, that's down the line, is isn't it? Because yeah, so- Sony, Sony games the... don't come out straight away. They're, they're always years into the cycle. Yeah, and that's so you, when they priced the PS4 up, they knew that they could. Some PS4s even sold at a loss to actually, because it's like, as long as you get the console in someone's hand, the chances are they'll get a PlayStation Plus subscription. They'll buy games on the digital store. They'll do, you know, I mean, I used to be able to get Spotify through PlayStation, little things like that extra little services that you can get through Sony is all going to go into their back pocket. So you're not selling the console. The console is just a supplementary thing to the software and the subscription model, which they're going to make their money on ultimately. So I don't think they're that bothered about the price. They had the video thing on the store, didn't they? So when the PS4 first launched, you had the other digital stuff, you expecting PS Plus, but then they had the, the video front. So it was like a rental service for films yeah. And TV series at the time. So that was a thing that they coined after. I think it was a separate app that they had when it first launched. It was like PlayStation. It is, I think. Is it, yeah, it probably still is. I should probably deleted it so I'll never see it. But that, I mean, that's the separate thing. It's all under PlayStation. Like they get they get some exclusives to that. No, might not be exclusives, mm-hmm. but like if you get a digital film, you'll get maybe um, a bonus thing or whatever they do with it. So it was that bit, as you rightly said, do you thinking get a console in someone's hands but there's all x y and z after which are going to bring in the money to us at the end of the day and i guess that's that's exactly microsoft's plan as well they want to get people on game pass ultimate they don't care whether you're doing it on pc whether you're doing it on xbox or on your phone or whatever they they just want you somewhere on their system paying a subscription fee or like for example like if if someone like me goes the Xbox access route when they pre-order, that's you in their ecosystem for two years, bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And chances are you'll spend more money with them because you've got it in two years. You're on Ultimate. You might buy some DLC for the games that are on Ultimate. You might buy the games off Game Pass, you know. And at the end of the day, you're right in saying that Sony don't have to care about selling consoles. Because, but at the same time, they do care. I say, are um, we are we talking about Sony or are we talking about PlayStation? Because they are different things. And yeah, so Sony as a company ha- aren't in the greatest of shape. They've been making no. heavy losses. It's basically been their TV department that's been keeping them going. Um, and obviously, pl- pl- PlayStation brings in a decent chunk of money uh, and stuff like that. But you know. They can't, as as a company, Sony itself can't really be taking too many hits. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not talking about the company as such because I don't have a great insider knowledge. Now, obviously, I've heard that Sony's not in great shape 
But obviously PlayStation is a big part of that and it keeps the money going in, as you say, the TV stuff. But in terms of PlayStation, um, I really don't think that they wanted to take too much of a hit. But they also, as, as Ryan said, they're not that worried because they have the lion's share at the minute. And we've seen everything's sold out. Mm-hmm. They've literally nothing to worry about. Everything's yeah. sold out. And it's just this little period now between uh, obviously more pre-orders becoming available and launch date. And now you've got the Xbox uh, pre-orders going live on Tuesday. So I think that's going to be the time that we can see whether Sony has anything to worry about, to yeah. be honest. I think that's going to be it. If, if pre-orders sell out of Xboxes, which I don't think they will, I don't think there's going to be as big a struggle to get an Xbox as there was to get a PlayStation. But if Xbox sell out of pre-orders and they seem to be more prepared, then I think Sony may actually have some competition. Mm. And I think that's where we're at. That's the thing as well. We don't know the numbers, do we? It's all right saying that Mm. Xbox might not sell out, but in Sony will. It might be there's only, say, a million PlayStations coming into the UK and there could be five million Xboxes. Um, and stuff like that, so, you know, it's hard to judge that. Uh, one thing I do want to touch on briefly, though, is, so, the, the one difference this time around is, obviously, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, millions of people around the world have lost their jobs, and their income's at a bit of a an iffy point, so there was a lot of talk that maybe this wasn't the best year to be bringing consoles out anyway, um, but Microsoft have, have gone full steam ahead with their all-access program, uh, which makes, basically, getting a next-generation console pretty damn easy, Um you know, it's it's basically credit, but it's zero percent interest through Klarna here in the UK, uh, and I think Klarna are doing it for the majority of Europe with them being a Swedish company and stuff like that. But basically, for for twenty eight ninety nine, you can get a Series X, uh, and it yep. comes with two years of, of Game Pass Ultimate, which then covers you for your live subscription, your Game Pass for your console and a PC if you've got one, and EA access um, and, and it, your X Cloud as well, which yeah. I've actually tested. Yeah, so it, it basically and it basically, even though you could have the money to pay outright for your for your Xbox on the day of launch, all access actually works out cheaper because because mm-hmm. uh, the two year sub in there um, and, and and all all the other ad- added value that they're, they're putting into it, yeah, it makes makes it a, a cheaper deal by about thirty forty pound, um, which is absolutely insane. You know how. There's people out there who've probably, you know, most households have probably taken some kind of hit in their income in the last year, uh, although some people have probably saved money by not having to go into an office for six months. Um, but yeah, I, I find that quite good that they, they've bought that over, if you know what I mean, especially at no interest and stuff like that. Yeah, because, I mean, you, if some people, let, let's be honest, some people are going to go ahead and say, right, here's my credit card, I'm buying a new console. Yeah, and they're going to... Right <laughs> they're hmm. they're gonna they're gonna pay more on that console unless they just wop it off you know pretty quickly in like a couple of months mm-hmm. but you're still gonna pay more overall yeah even if you even if, if you went then directly to microsoft and said here give them a game pass ultimate and pay full price and you don't go via say cd keys or some other third-party seller you you're gonna end up spending more but for me on tuesday uh i'm gonna be up and I'm going to uh, apply for all access for the Series X. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So I, I, I've got the money to pay for my Xbox, and I'm seriously considering signing up for all access anyway. Just, just you know, because it's a, it's a saving at the end of the day as well. 
it does miss I... I don't know how many I don't know how many they'll actually offer out I think it's what it, I think there is a little bit of a marketing piece in there where I don't think I could be completely wrong here I don't know how many all access subscriptions they're actually going to allow because mm. it's only at two retailers in the UK isn't it it's at games that's why I think, right. I think it's it's so locked down I think even those providers I think will I think otherwise you're looking at a weird cash flow situation where yeah, yeah, yeah. you've released a new console and you're not getting <laughs> that cash for two years realistically so there's there is going to be that thing of it's incredibly good value and it makes sense from a marketing point of view to make a big deal about it mm-hmm. but I don't know how many they're actually going to offer because it, it seems too good to be true in that sense. Mm. I think the way that the finance works though is that Klarna basically pay your console for you See that's how it think, u- that's how it usually works with Klarna, yeah, but with, with, Klarna there be, would, with there being no interest, I'm not. Hmm. So, I don't know. I can't. It just it, you know, I guess Microsoft have got to be pretty comfortable, or I guess people at Klarna have got to be pretty comfortable that they can afford to take on all these places with credit, mm. you know, and, and you're, you're guaranteeing that that cash is going to come in, especially with the pandemic continuing further on, and we get more lockdowns or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. People could sign up for an all access on Tuesday, lose their job November time, yeah. and can no longer afford to pay for that credit. Yeah. Uh, so there is there is that dangerous sort of thing where I mean, obviously Microsoft and Klarna would have would have thought about this one hundred percent. You imagine, um, but there you know there is going to be a risk there that that someone could end up losing out on a fair bit of money one way or another the only way i can see it potentially working is maybe Klarna have got a discount with microsoft themselves and Klarna Klarna are basically paying microsoft a set fee for each one that comes through perhaps Mm. because Klarna have got to be making something somewhere because Klarna are quite a big company at the moment as well because like and the the thing is with Klarna is they are very geared towards the younger generation if you look at Klarna they started off in your JD Sports one of the first companies to use them in the UK so it's like oh you want to get a pair of trainers but you can't afford them spread the cost uh, you know your ASOS's and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. all of these places are where you can buy now paying paying three months that's Klarna's model Klarna are a short term lending service I, I don't. This I think this is the first time I've seen them offer it out a, a, more of a buy now paying three months kind of thing, or or spread it over the cost of three months because they are generally aimed at the younger crowd who are who are just trying to buy. You know, like when we were young, I used to buy my trainers out the catalogue because I couldn't afford to go and pay a hundred pound for a pair of trainers. Um, you know, but nowadays, like, as an adult, I can do that. But if I if I if I was sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years old, you know, and <clears throat> you know, I'm at uni and whatever, and only got a part time job, I can now walk into JD Sports and basically buy anything as long mm. as long as my credit rating's all right. Because that, you know, and Klarna heavily heavily market those. They've started advertising on gaming podcasts. If you've noticed, well, well, as I think well. that's the key point about the credit score thing. I, I'm mm. I'm really intrigued to know what their minimum is. Mm. I feel like they're. The way to do it, I guess, for them would be to really insure themselves and to, you know, I don't actually know what the top credit score actually is, um, but I, I can imagine they're only really actually going to offer it to the top twenty percent. Yeah, maybe. Well, but, but then I've, again, I've read... but because because they offer their services to the younger generation, I want that they in general it wouldn't make any sense because uh, yeah, yeah. the credit scores going to be lower, aren't they? Yeah, so. that's what I mean. So in general, unless they've got a, a, a separate model for this Xbox All Access. You've got to think that their general model, when people are buying their trainers and stuff from JD, their credit score limit is much lower. Yeah, I mean, I 
I'm like you, Chris. I mean, I could, you know, potentially in a month's time go, right, I've pre-ordered my console here. I'm going to drop the cash for it and go, there, done. But, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in a very different position, and I'll, I'm honest. I'll, I'll say I only work a part-time job. There's reasons why I only work part-time. And so for me, having two kids as well, this is kind of a great opportunity for me to, uh, you know, just do, do the payment thing. Do the payment thing. That's mm -hmm. fine. I'm happy enough with that. And just look forward to Christmas, if you know what I mean. For a parent, because I could speak from that perspective, this is a great deal because now I can just go, right, well, I don't need to worry about dropping X amount on a console that I want because that's just for me. And I can spread that cost out and go, well, see all that money that I wasn't spending? I could save that now. That's going towards Christmas. That's going to the period just after Christmas. That's going towards X, Y, and Z. And from my perspective, I think that's a great deal. Now, I've already read the terms and conditions, Klarna, because obviously they're providing the finance for the current all-access program, which is the Xbox One S. Mm -hmm. They removed the Xbox One X because obviously they stopped manufacture of that. That's that's gone now. They don't offer that anymore. Check that out. And uh, yeah, they're pretty. When you read down the terms and conditions, there's a lot of talk of uh, legal action, oh, criminality, and stuff. Um, that it's more so than if you were looking at a credit card. Mm -hmm. The the wording is extremely harsh. <laughs> it's that uh, really harsh kind of like don't fuck with us or we're going to send a guy around your door yeah. to your knees in yeah, that's, 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 that's how it reads that's the thing with games consoles there's, there's a much bigger risk factor than, 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 than <laughs> a lot of other types of credit because of without being stereotypical the types of people who are going to use it and stuff like that. You are you again. You are looking at generally your younger generation, and you know you're not looking at your people who are work, working. You know, big forty, fifty, sixty hour weeks at work. You know, your busy professionals who are, are earning top level wages and stuff like that. I'm not saying those type of people don't buy games consoles, but they're generally not buy, buying them on, on on credit, are they? No, God, no, God, no. Not likely in the slightest. Right. I mean, oh, go on, carry on. Yes, I mean, ah, uh, nah. Do you know what? I think we're done with talking about finances. Really yeah, impressive. right. Come on, let's have, <laughs> let, let's have a quick chat about. Well, actually, let's finish this up. Out of all of us, Matt, when are you going to get your PS Five? Because we know you're getting a PS Five. You pre-ordered already. Okay. Uh, well, supposedly now, I've just found out. Well, I found out the other day. I have two pre-orders. Oh. <laughs> Oh, check check out check out Facebook Marketplace for one of them. Then. eBay later. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a scalper, everyone. Yeah. Oh. Right, I did the I did the whole thing of getting one from Amazon the next morning because of what the forest and the night before. Then um, someone said, "Oh, the uh, shop two orders gone live." I said, "Oh, I said uh, well, I was checking at the same time as doing Amazon. I thought I'll check shop two as well." And then realised months. And months and months ago, I'd pre-registered interest on Shop Two to get one, and then they did the whole thing of, oh, if you click this button, then you your pre your pre-interest goes to an actual pre-order. So I'm gonna see which this whole because I, I don't trust Amazon. I trust Shop Two a lot more than Amazon. Ooh, um, I don't trust but, either of them. If I'm absolutely honest, I don't. With you. I don't trust either. But it was either try and get one from Game. I don't. 
technically really want to give him any money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't so, blame you. I'm only going to game because just, I've got one around the corner and I can pick it up. I mean, night. if I had a store near me, he was fine, but I'd have to travel like half an hour into something like Croydon to get to a game store and then pre-order. I was like, I'm not even bothering doing that at all. So yeah, no, so, yeah so I have one pre-ordered, so, but it's just I'll see which one. On jobs first before, because I'm not having. Obviously, I can't get two. I need to kick one of the pre-orders out. Stick it on eBay. Um, I'll, I'll <laughs> I say I'm pre-ordering a, a Series X. I, I um, I'm, I'll reevaluate the PlayStation uh, just after the the new year. I imagine because I say I do want to play Demon Souls. It's the one game that will probably bring me over. But then again, I'm probably I'll. I'll I'll probably just wait till there's at least something else because I can't, you know, I don't. I, I'll, else, I'll be that person who buys a PlayStation Five, realizes that Demon Souls is far too hard for me, and just cries. And when I look at the big <laughs> stupid thing on the side, um, you know, the only reason I'm going in for the Xbox is, is I probably could get away with leaving that, but you know, with Game Pass and everything, it's I'm in that. I'm I'm firmly entrenched in that ecosystem, so it's it. it you know, I want to stay stay involved, I suppose, and I'm a, a massive loser. Uh, Tom, you're getting an Xbox as well, aren't you? Are you going for the mm-hmm. S? No, I'm going for the X. I'm going to okay. do the all-access, get the X, and there's a Smith's that's about 15-minute walk. See, I thought about house. Smith's, yeah. There's a Smith's near me as well. I might actually get No, apparently, I, I, I took the time yesterday, um, and I took a walk over yesterday to see... You know what was what speak to someone in store and see if they knew anything about it of course i get the guy he's been off on holiday for four days and he's walked <laughs> back into <laughs> a shit show going i have no idea what's happening we don't even have ps5s anymore ah, ah. and i was like right okay so how does it work and he basically said do it online there's 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 nothing there's nothing to it just do it online can so you I don't do it, can to... you do it online and pick it up in store yeah there's oh, okay. uh, with, I think I've when... just changed my uh, my pre-order then. <laughs> I, I go... want to pick it up. I don't want it delivered. If same here. If you go to Smiths now and you look and you search all access, it brings you to the page for the S, and it allows you to go through certain steps with the S. Obviously, I didn't go through the full credit check for it because that would be mental. Um, but it does show the uh the series s and the series x there they'll be available to pre-order on the 22nd of september it's very clear and it asks you to choose a delivery route whether you want to pick it up or you want to have it delivered ah do they open at midnight though that's the big one i want to i want to i want to pick it up at midnight because i'm a massive loser do you know (laughs) what given how close smith's is i'd happily take a taxi down and back at midnight i I wouldn't fucking walk I, I would want... not walk from where I live to Smiths at midnight. Let me oh, tell you. I, I, I want to put it on the back of. See, because I, I can park my bike literally outside the door as well. <laughs> so I can literally just hop off my freewheeler, put my Xbox on the back, and hop back on again. I'm going to make damn sure I'm off that day, but I've already booked a week off as well because I'm a massive nerd. And uh, I've got it booked for the week after launch. So I can spend, I can go get it, work that week have it installed, have everything ready to go, and then spend the next week just sitting in my arsehole, put the kids out to school and go, Daddy's playing! That's, uh, that's I, the plan. Ryan, you're going to look at them like down the line? I'm, I'm sat here, you know, easy, because I don't have to worry about pre-ordering and going to collect <laughs> or whatever. Um, I'll probably, you know, I've got a PS4 at the moment, so I probably will look at a PS5 probably in the new year, as like you, Chris, really, because I've got a PC and I've got the Xbox Game Pass on there, and 
there's new graphics cards coming out for PCs mm-hmm. in the next month or so. I did so know I the other up... ones sell out as well. They said that sold out like absolutely mad. Like, I mean, comparing it against what I've got now, it's a 350% uh, increase in performance. So, I'm, I'm here's a question. Now, obviously, this is this is relative to you as well. I mean, have we really been that starved of technology for what five years that all these things are just like selling like hotcakes? I mean, what's actually going on? No, this, I think this it, is actually unprecedented to a certain in extent. this scenario in particular. Nvidia, in a way to combat potentially the consoles coming out because it, it does seem very weird timing. Probably for the first time in 10 15 years, they've gone cheaper than normally they'd increase the price slightly as they go up the performance scale, um, compared to a previous generation like a year ago. But this time around, they've basically gone that thing that you paid two thousand pounds for last year. Um, you can now buy something that's better than it for 600 quid so that's why it's sold out everywhere because the performance compared to something that people are now freaking out over selling them like hotcakes because you know you people have paid 1500 to 2000 pounds on a card last year and that can now get something better than that on a new generation for 600 quid so that's why that's gone crazy um, recently I, I asked uh, I asked my timeline at one point. I says, look, we know every single specification for an Xbox Series X. And I said, right, what would it cost me parts, parts-wise, to literally build an Xbox Series X strength PC? And someone said, probably about 800 quid, but that's not factoring in uh, a decent monitor, your keyboard and mouse, you know, all, all the essential peripherals. I was like... Mm-hmm. I can I can see why you know you for for anybody that you know doesn't have a PC you can see why I or sorry for someone that does have a PC you can see why someone like me would go yeah maybe I'll just stick with console because if that's what it's going to cost me and obviously yeah there's an upgrade path once you've got your PC locked in you have that upgrade path and obviously that's a great deal six hundred quid for a blisteringly good graphics card essentially. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird one. It is one of those things where I think if you do, do you, try and compare, but the the it will be interesting to see what the performance actually comes out of out these consoles. I think that's obviously the missing piece. Yeah, what graphics fidelity, what FPS um, will these games actually run at? Because that's going to be the key difference that a lot of PC gamers really run at now is the idea of you know do you play? I mean, I, I play that. I plugged my. Um, PlayStation into my I've got an ultra wide monitor um, mm-hmm. for my PC and I plugged um, I plugged my PlayStation into it and it doesn't run on the on the monitor properly. It doesn't oh. understand how to fill the space. It doesn't understand how to scale. Um, and it's it goes. It, it, it will depend what things actually run at a higher FPS. And mm. you know they're talking about oh you know these games will run at 100 FPS. I don't know about any. I don't think many people that are buying a console realistically are going to be able to a see the fps because the tvs won't support the higher refresh rates anyway um so there, there is that argument of pc you will get sort of better fidelity and, and, and a bit more flexibility in terms of what you can see on screen console is definitely a good choice regardless um but i, I will be really intrigued to see what the performance actually comes out at because i think that's the, the piece of information yeah. that we're missing currently 
Exactly, because no one's... I, I mean, I know Digital Foundry have done a dig into the Series X, and they've been pretty positive about it for the most part. They're pretty positive about, you know, the parts, the build, and whatever demos they've had so far. They're, you know, because at the minute it is all demos and vertical slices, so those are always designed to look great. Sorry, Halo Infinite. Um, but uh, the, the, I think the interesting thing now is uh, sites like Digital Foundry getting their hands on the PS5 to see how well that does. Because obviously, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales looked great. I mean, it's more of the same, but it looks great. You know, uh, very detailed-looking city by comparison. You know, to the original. Um, but yeah, I, th I think you're absolutely right in that I don't care about games going up to 4K. You know, I don't care about enormous speeds. I just want a decent-looking game that runs at a good speed. It doesn't run like Bloodborne, even though, God, I love Bloodborne so much. It's kind of like my, along with The Witcher 3, it's my game of the generation, quite frankly. Um, I just want things like Bloodborne to run smoothly. Do you know what I mean? And for me, that's where I'm at. I'm happy enough to take that great gameplay as long as it runs smoothly and it's not a janky mess at times. And it doesn't need to be 4K. I'm, I'm, I've never been that obsessed about that sort of thing. Like, a mate of mine had a PC when I lived. Uh, I lived with two guys, and one of them had a PC, and he got a new graphics card in, and he put Fear on, and I never even played Fear at the full sentence, you know, because I preferred to have it running much smoother, rather than worrying too much about the graphics. Fear was a great game way back when. So yeah. Okay. I've just put. I, I picked totally the wrong time to buy a new PC because it's just made my PC even worse. I wouldn't say it makes your PC worse by it's, any stretch. You know, but um, I, I'm hoping that minimum requirements don't suddenly start shifting up. Although it well, is nice, it is nice checking. It's it's nice checking like games like websites and looking at minimum requirements for games I'm going to buy on a console and knowing that my PC that I record this podcast on could play them. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, Cyberpunk have released their system requirements, and they are quite low in comparison to what. Yeah, yeah, I, I was, was yeah, be. yeah, I was surprised. Um, I could, I can comfortably run Cyberpunk. Uh, and the, the the difference, why games suddenly become more demanding or or better looking when consoles come out, isn't necessarily down to just the graphics performance of the machine, but the engines that are built to run on those machines. And the, the thing about PC is it's cross generational. Because no matter what happens, you will build an engine on a PC and then port it to PS or Xbox. I mean, Xbox and PC are obviously trying to be more compatible anyway. Um, but the the point is that you're building new engines that will load things faster. I mean, if you look at the consoles talk about using SSDs for everything, that's something that's been a, a PC thing for obviously a long time. Um, and people get a really big benefit out of an SSD. And that's what the consoles... They're suddenly going to benefit from because you're not going to be sat there loading on a loading screen for long anymore. So yeah. it's interesting to see how it's going to compare. Yeah, and I can't wait for people with consoles to see SSDs because I've oh, got an SSD in my new computer and it's like, oh shit, <laughs> wow! Like I've, I can't keep up with Football Manager at the moment. <laughs> it's like I press the button and I think I haven't pressed it. It's just not done anything. Oh, it has. It's a, it's a completely different week. It's already done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. The SSDs is more which 
I think I'm. I don't know if I'm wrong, but are Xbox designing like the the ones that you can swap in and out? Are they they're Microsoft designed, aren't they? So they're, they're a specific one. The, like yeah, they, memory the, card. they like they like one one terabyte memory cards basically because they're NVMe's. I think they're Seagate. I think Seagate actually making yeah. them. Yeah, so yeah. The, right. is that are they going to do what I think would be a worry is are they doing what Sony did with Avita and making their cards or expandable storage a specific model that can only be done by let's say Seagate with an Xbox brand on it or are they going to let third parties have free reign to make their own like mm. obviously with what happened with the Vita was you could only get the memory cards that Sony made and they just charged ridiculous prices and there was no third party that could make them I think yeah. so because I think as I, said, I think they're trying to make it more like a, a PC so as far as I'm aware I think they're exposing those two ports but they, they shouldn't be able to, I can't imagine they've made the port different to what it would normally be yeah, no. I from what I understand, it's just a stand. It, they are just normal. Well, the NVMe build of them drives. is NVMe drives, but I think they are. It'll be the speed of them. The speed of them is slightly different to PC. Well, current PC ones anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I imagine it'll be an open market as long as they can match the speed because you can plug in an external hard drive into the Series X and play uh, your your Xbox One games and your Xbox 360 games off that, that'll still mm. work. You just can't play Series X games off anything but the NVMe. So it, storage it's won't be... It's custom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a custom controller on it, so the, the code that runs between the drive and the console will be different compared to a, a standard PC um, algorithm in that sense. Well, I know for a fact, I, I know that Seagate kind of does have a bit of a licensing deal with Microsoft anyway, because they've produced a lot of, you know, Xbox specific products where it's yeah, been like, yeah. this is the Seagate. I think it's just like a marketing thing. Yeah, well, they, and... they, they, yeah, they do the Xbox external hard drives, don't they? Yeah, they also, they also yeah, do, they also do the PlayStation branded ones as well, interestingly enough, which that I'm pretty sure exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're exactly the same drive, just a so, different color. <laughs> I'd imagine it's the same way Turtle Beach make like a headset and then make it three colors so yeah. it uh, matches your console. Um, I'd imagine it's probably going to be the same for the PS5 where the, the Seagate will create a bunch of those and they'll probably be the same price and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue because I'm actually a little bit angry retentive about how much I actually store on a console anyway. Mm -hmm. So I think for people with the with the desire to like have say call of duty because i was I, I said it the other night and says how many people actually have this much installed and like literally only a few people went yeah i do and i'm like you're mental i don't understand i just this part of my brain goes how can you hop between five games I, i'm too old i can't, I can't no, I've, done, I've, I've got loads games. of crap i've got loads of stuff installed I don't oh. play anymore i don't, I play, I don't oh. play it i just open it up and right on my, on my steam library right now i've got how many? How many were there? I think it was like eighty games installed oh, on my computer. I have one. You PC gamers are sick. You're all no, sick. No, you would die if you saw what is on my PS4. As I say, my PS4 is a joke. My like, PS4 is got... full, but but, but that's yeah, because same. it doesn't it doesn't hold very much. In time, you, every time I go to install something, it's like I need to correct, need to clear my space, and then I go through my game list. I'm like, yeah, I'll probably play that at some point. I never will. Never I ever will. Two, two terabyte storage unit for the ps4 only because when we were we moved 
we moved abroad and I wanted to install as much as I could on it because in case the internet speeds out there would be horrific and I couldn't download anything. So I've still got a two terabyte storage in the PS4 and that is still full with a lot of just crap on it, to be honest. See, I think they're all wrong. You're all just wrong in the head. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I described it as like, you know, the Resident Evil 4 attache case, you know, you should be able to fit this much into it, like, but you don't need to carry every single bloody grenade that you find, you know, use them, get rid of them, that's fine, but keep it neat and tidy, weapons to the left, health items to the right, ammo in between. Oh god, I imagine, I imagine Tom going through storage like daily, like a fucking loser. Um, I wish it did. <laughs> right. I, I was going to go through what we've been playing, um, but I, I fear that would probably drag it on for, for quite a bit longer. So I might get us to reconvene uh, very shortly and, and, and maybe do that. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up, though? Silence. Silence. I like, I like no, silence. I, think I like silence. I I was just I was just mindful that Ryan does that. Does literally come on and listen to us rant about consoles. No, listen, I'm I'm I've been keeping an eye on it. You know, I'm I, if anything, it makes me feel good because I'm sat here like I got no I got no hassles in life right now. You know, I don't have to think. Oh, where am I gonna? I'll get a pre-order from this place and this place. Oh, no, just I'll just keep playing Foot Manager, play some other random games on my PC. Again, the amount I got installed and the amount I play, obviously, is a completely different story. And then. Yeah. Um, you know, just and that, but that was just my Steam library, my Epic games, my Twitch, and oh, my Xbox crazy. Game Pass is going to be a completely different story as well. So. I've jumped, I'm, I've I'm jumped on that boat. Sweating right now, I'm literally sweating, just panicking, <clears throat> thinking about. I, I've probably got a good 100 games installed on my computer, just, <gasps> just, and I'll probably play. Let's be honest, two. God, be three. <laughs> That's exactly if, if right. Feeling... Listen, you PC gamers, you come on here and you lord it over us console scrubs. I'm sitting on my high throne with no worries and 300 games. What are you going to do about it? I, yeah. I installed your house and organize it. I, I installed Microsoft <laughs> Flight Simulator the first day I set my computer up. Um, I still need to download it. <laughs> and I, well, yeah, don't make the mistake I did where you you install it, then you go to play it, and it goes, "Oh, we actually need to uh, install ninety-one gig now." That, that's where I paused it because I thought one gig—that's a joke—and then realised what the problem was. So. But yeah, I played so it. I so played cool. played played it for twenty minutes, and I was like, "Yeah, that's really nice." That is. Um, back to Football Manager. So the launcher is one gig. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. the launcher is one gig, and then <laughs> the, the, you know you say about you know loading over you. The problem with PC is there's too many launchers, right? PlayStation console, you just you go on, you pick your game, play, no problem, right? I've got so many got so yeah. many different places where I've got it open to get to a different game. Yeah, you it's play Steam, Origin, and then Epic, Rocket, you and ruin everything by being Epic exclusive, but not Epic exclusive. So <laughs> go on. And you got so you go on from Steam, and then you got to log in with your Epic account, and then you can you only have to play with your Epic friends. Listen, PC gaming isn't all all it's set up to be alright. That's uh, probably a conversation uh, for next time. But Rocket League, they've ruined it. Okay, I'm still going to play it, but they've ruined it. I, I I have never had to remember so many passwords as I have when setting up a new PC, like logging into the you you play Origin. I've not touched those in years because my computer was melting. Um, but yeah, now, now, now I have to. I've logged into more, and then yeah, I set up myself an Epic account, so I'm uh, 
you know, downloading all, all the epic, free Epic games. Then I find out that I've got Amazon Prime, so Twitch gives you free games yeah, you as get, well. Get all these free games. <laughs> It's like, it's like, am I going to play this SNK brawler from t- twenty years ago? Nope. Download. Oh. <laughs> Do you know, I think I think I'm getting palpitations with this conversation. <laughs> you know, I get I get my payslips monthly via digital means. It's emailed to me and a, a link's emailed to me, and I go on log on the website. And every month, I have to reset the password every month without fail. You sound like some of my staff. Password. Some of my staff struggle I... to get into their work email accounts oh, on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm fine with stuff for work, and I can remember a million codes for work, but the actual payslip, nope. So you know, I just I don't think I'm made for PC gaming. I think I just think I think I would stress out too much. I'd just be on Twitter constantly going, "Someone help me!" <laughs> you got to open up a game, and then you got to tweak the settings to run. Yeah, it, it is a lot of hassle. Not wrong. <laughs> I, right. I'm a simple man of simple pleasures. Right, people, please pimp your stuff. Ryan, pimp all your, your stream. You've got the podcast, all that. Well, I, I say I stream. I, I haven't streamed in like three months because I'm, you know, I'm bad at it. But uh, my my best thing is Twitter at the moment. Twitter is at the Ryan Goodman. So you can come tell me about my terrible storage habits. Yeah, he is a Chelsea fan as well, but we forgive him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, make no, I make no judgments on football allegiances. It's all mental. Uh, Tom, I'll let you pimp your stuff. Yeah, I'm just ordinary crayon. No, I'm not. No, you're not. I'm ordinary McGoo on Twitter. I can, I could never remember. This is what I'm talking about. Oh, I can't be trusted. I like Sunday afternoon, Tom. Right, Matt. Matt <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's Matt underscore not Matty. Yeah, you yeah. cut cut out a little bit. Wicked. Uh, you can find us at Project underscore DD on Twitter. Uh, hit us up if you want to shout at us for our terrible opinions uh, and for our terrible choices in console pre-orders. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about, gents? No? We all good? No. Nope. Excellent. Thank you very much for joining me. It's been a pleasure to spend my Sunday afternoon with you. Uh, I'm going to go and prepare to shout about football for a bit. Uh, and that's it then. We are done. I hope.